First Republic Bank is on the edge of a precipice. The central conceit of most zombie flicks, like 28 Days Later, a film set in an apocalyptic London, is that a terrible disease has spread. It has turned legions of healthy humans into dangerous monsters. These walking dead now stalk the land, from afar it can be hard to discern if they are living or not. A little more than 28 days elapsed between the failure of Silicon Valley Bank SVB, and the publication of First Republic Bank's first quarter earnings on April 24, 45 to be exact, but the earnings made it clear that American banking has at least one walking dead institution. At the end of 2022 First Republic held $213 billion in assets, of which about $167 billion were in loans and $32 billion in bonds. It was funded by $176 billion in deposits, $7 billion in short-term funding and $9 billion in long-term funding. The bank also had $18 billion in high-quality capital. By the end of the first quarter, the firm had lost $102 billion of its original deposits. This has been replaced by a vast amount of short-term borrowing, which climbed to $80 billion by the end of the first quarter, and by $30 billion of pity deposits from six big banks, which placed money with the institution to throw it a lifeline. There are several problems with this picture. The first is that First Republic lent a lot of money when interest rates were low, including via cheap mortgages. Mark Zuckerberg is supposed to have taken out a 30-year mortgage for his $6 million Palo Alto home at 1.05%. The value of such loans will have plunged as interest rates have risen. The second is that the deal with many well-heeled customers was that they would agree to move their deposits to the bank as well. But these customers, who held large balances uninsured by regulators, have now fled. Without cheap deposit funding, First Republic has turned to short-term funding, much of it lent by the Federal Reserve and the Federal Home Loan Banks, another government-backed lender, at market rates. This has probably demolished its ability to earn a profit. In the last quarter of 2022 First Republic earned a net interest margin, the difference between what it collects on loans and pays for funding, of 2.5%. That fell to 1.8% in the first quarter. Yet the reality could be worse. After all, the first quarter included two months before SVB collapsed, implying First Republic earned next to nothing in net interest in March. In other words, the bank seems to be paying as much for funding as it is receiving on its loans. There is no obvious escape for First Republic unless depositors agree to return. It cannot earn its way out because net interest margins have collapsed. Selling off assets would not help either. Imagine the value of its loan book fell by, say, 10 to 15 percent in 2022, a price drop which would be less than the fall in the value of most mid-to-long-term government bonds. This would mean that if First Republic sold such assets, all its equity would be wiped out. Recapitalization would be a solution, but investors do not seem keen. The bank's share price fell by 50 percent on April 25th. Its market capitalization is now below $1 billion, down from $23 billion in January. Regulators think First Republic is in such trouble they may limit its access to short-term funding. That may leave only an SVB-style wind down. How many zombies are out there? 
a paper in March by Erica Jiang of the University of Southern California and co-authors simulated what might happen if half of uninsured depositors, the type that filed SVB and have departed First Republic, pulled their money from banks. The bad news is that 190 unidentified institutions were left with negative equity capital. The better news is they are likely to have been smaller institutions, as they had combined assets of $300 billion. If this figure included First Republic, it suggests a bigger and more terrifying zombie is probably not lurking around the corner. Still, another jump scare hardly seems out of the question. For more expert analysis of the biggest stories in economics, finance and markets, sign up to Money Talks, our weekly subscriber-only newsletter.